So we love New York and we're going to go back, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Maybe definitely. to be on Broadway. Who knows? Step it up. All right. Si- the awkward <laughs> silence. The awkward silence. <laughs> they just. A lot of pressure, Chan. A lot of pressure. <laughs> the Gosh. awkward silence. Welcome to the Brooker Family Podcast, Episode 9. I'm Heather Brooker. And I'm Chris Brooker. And I'm Shannon Brooker. We are so glad you're here. This is a weekly pop culture and family entertainment show for parents and kids. And this week, we have a lot of fun things we're going to be talking about. Yep. The Super Mario Brothers movie, our recent trip to New York over spring break, the drama with Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, a lot of fun things. So shall we dive in? Let's do it. All yep. right. Um, guys, it's spring break. We had a slightly earlier spring break, I think, than most um, schools in L.A., in the L.A. area. Yeah. But um, we got to go to New York. Yeah. Which was really exciting. Are you still feeling jet lagged at all? Because I feel like I am just a little bit. I think I'm mostly over it. But I will say the, the day after we got back, I d- it did still feel like I was on the plane a little bit. Yeah. A little moving around, a little shaking. Same. But uh, overall, not bad. Um, let's talk about some of our favorite things that we did in New York. Because we literally did... Everything. 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 When I say we walked up and down the length of Manhattan, I'm not joking. We literally were going for it. Well, you know, I gauged it. And in the days that we walked, I told you we walked over a marathon. That's crazy. We walked over 26 miles, uh, probably more than 30 miles uh, the whole time we were there. That's so crazy. Yeah. But it's so easy because New York is such a walkable town. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about this since we've been back, like getting around in L.A., everybody drives in L.A. Everyone <clears throat> drives or takes transit in L.A. because you have to. L.A. is just not a walking town. New York, on the other hand, they have a good transit system. They've got yeah. the subways. They've got the taxis. But it's also such a walkable town. We walked everywhere we wanted to go. We could probably walk there with a few exceptions. Like, like we did take the subway to Empire State Building. We did take the subway to the Chrysler Building and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But in general, we walked. Well, but the reason we took the subway to those places was because we were so far away. We went to Roosevelt Island. Oh, yeah. 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 So that was one of my... One of the things that I had seen, like, I, th- I saw somebody post about it on TikTok or something, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that you could, like, it was, Roosevelt Island was that close. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about it, but it's this little adorable island, you know, in the East River between Manhattan mm-hmm. and ooh, Brooklyn, I think. I think so, yeah. I don't, <laughs> don't kill me, New Yorkers, I'm not sure. Um, but... What was so cute about it is you can take this tram, this like tramway that gives yep. you the most amazing views. This aerial views. tramway. Yeah. 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 The most I, amazing views. I have some video of it on my phone if you, you guys want to see. No. Okay, we're good. Thank <laughs> you. I'll, I'll email it to you, Mom. All right, thanks. <laughs> Someone's just trying to get her phone back because she's in trouble this week. Uh, we won't get into that. We don't that. need to get into yeah, that. We won't get into that. <clears throat> but, so that, the aerial tramway was cool. And it ta- yeah, like you said, it takes you to Roosevelt Island, which to me felt like almost a college campus. Yeah. You know? It was a college campus. Yeah. yeah. Remember Cornell Tech? Yep. Yeah. Um, by the way, before we go any further, before I forget, I have to give a quick shout out to Lane Bryant. Oh, yeah. Um, because Lane Bryant is styling me for our podcast now. And I'm so grateful because I, maybe they heard my cries for help because <laughs> I never know what to wear. And I always just literally am so stressed about putting on something nice and comfortable. It's the reason we're late all the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm so grateful to them. Here, I will close. I will shut this. So I'm so grateful to them for um, providing me with like some actually like stylish and beautiful clothes. 
I love Lane Bryant because when I was growing up, you know, my mom is a curvy mom. And when I was growing up, there were no stores for plus size women yep. or curvy women to shop at except Lane Bryant. And I remember every Christmas, every holiday, I would go there and buy her something. And she was so excited. And it was just such a treat to be able to go. And now I'm so thrilled to be able to wear their clothes and shop there as well. And so over the next several weeks and several episodes, you'll be seeing like some of the cool styles that Lane Bryant has sent. It looks beautiful. And um, thanks. So I'm so excited. So shout out to Lane Bryant. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I'm going to put like a little graphic that says wardrobe provided by. Ooh. It's like so official. Um, oh, your computer like locks out. Mm -hmm. So another reason why we're late today, it's early in the morning. Yes. We're, we're recording this episode a little yeah. earlier than usual. So early. And I'm we so forgot tired. some things. I forgot breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot my laptop. So I'm using Chris's giant Chrome something. It's a good It has computer. my name on it too. Yeah, it does. It does. Because <laughs> I used to use it for my homework. Yeah. Also, Channy and I got haircuts. We got new styles uh, going. Um, I, I, short, I shortened mine a lot. You we needed went, you a did, haircut. And you it needed looked one. so cute. We went to New York and we were like, we need to be more stylish. <laughs> <laughs> we're just not it. Um, but I had so much fun, you guys, in New York. It was such a great yeah. vacation. Like um, Statue of Liberty, yep. Brooklyn Bridge. Top three things that you did. Oh, the top three things. Top three things. Going to see Wicked. Oh, yeah. Oh, on yes. Broadway. Yes. Definitely. Pink um, looks top. good with green. That's true. <laughs> that's that's well, right. And also, since I have my short, my hair kind of short, mm -hmm. I need this. That's lip. A toss toss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For those who don't know, she's doing something from the play, musical from Wicked. Yeah. She's doing a, a musical. A bit. classic. A Wicked Galinda. Bit. Galinda. Um, Wicked for sure. Um, I would say. Um, I loved, honestly, just eating cheesecake in Times Square with you guys, like <laughs> yeah, sitting was, outside night. at night, like looking at all the lights and hearing the all the people and yep. um, that stuff. I, I really loved that. And then I loved, um, oh my gosh, there's so much. I loved doing stand-up. Oh yeah, you did a stand-up show. I did, yeah, I got that to do so a great. show at the stand and um, that was like a huge bucket list item for me. So that was a lot of fun. Very cool. What about you guys? Top three New York things. My top thing, my number one was make it shine like the top of the Chrysler building. Nice. We went, and so Channing is starring in a production of Annie. Yes. And we had to go to the Chrysler building just so she could do that one TikTok. And I'll post it. I need to post that. Yeah. <laughs> and then what else? Uh, bagels. Bagels, oh. yes. And so. Empire State Building. Yeah. No, wait, no, not Empire State Building. Not Wicked? Wicked was what you were no, Yeah, no, Wicked's oh. my third favorite. Oh, okay. okay. All right, cool. So, so for me, Empire State Building, All right. for sure. Seeing Wicked, mm -hmm. and, you know, Channing took mine bagels. Yeah. I like, I, the, the, the day we went and got bagels, I had the, the Lox cream cheese bagels, one of the best bagels I you ever You know, had. New Yorkers say that their bagels are the best. They mm -hmm. say they're better because of the water that they use in New York or something. I don't know. Whatever. But I will say they're pretty they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, pretty like, good. Like we eat a lot of bagels in our family and those New York bagels are good. I think also because they don't skimp on the schmear. Oh, the schmear like, was like it's three as inches thick. thick. As the bagel. It's yeah. It's, and you feel like you're getting your money's worth. It's a meal. <clears throat> it's yeah. for sure a meal. And you had to eat uh, and the street meat. The street meat. You, yes. you had to stop, you know, at a truck at the corner mm -hmm. of some intersection and get a hot dog or get some shawarma or get, you know, a burger or something like or a piece of pizza or whatever. It's yeah. it's just part of the experience. Yeah. Well, I shared a bunch of highlights from our trip on um, my Instagram. If you guys want to go and check that out, I put like a list together of mm -hmm. things that we've thought 
would be helpful if you're a family that's heading to New York um, for non-New Yorkers, obviously. We were for looking sure. at it from tour, fresh tourist eyes. and We um, were so touristy. Yeah. We were great. so tour. Like, we went to the Statue of Liberty. We were on the ferry. And, like, on the ferry to the Statue of Liberty, when you get close to the statue, everybody rushes to one the side of tilts. the boat. And yeah, the boat and it lurches it's over. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah. It, you, oh, man. I forgot what I was going to say. Now I remember it. It took me a second. Sorry about that, everyone. So... Uh, me and my dad, me and dad, we made this little plan before we went to New York, since uh-huh. I've never had street food. Uh-huh. We, I've made up our team name. Remember okay, it? Okay, I do. I do. Team on the toilet for a week. Oh, my Done. gosh. Done. Enough Ma- with that. Mom's not part of the team, but she's. Uh, <laughs> she, but she had a like a hot dog, I think? No, a hamburger. Yeah, she had a hamburger, a cheeseburger. I did, and it was not very good. <laughs> it was not... It's I the like experience. It's, it doesn't have to I be liked, quality. It's just the experience. I liked yeah. my hot dog that I ate. I wasn't a fan of the yeah. the street food like you guys are. I want to sit down in a schmancy restaurant. Okay. And, and which we did. Which we definitely did too. We had steak. We had sushi. We had Italian really food. I yeah. mean, we covered all the bases. I was going to shout out the steakhouse we ate at, but they didn't reshare my um, Insta stories or comment on my post about them, so I'm not going to do it. Aww. Sorry. Suckers. I will. Vinyl Steakhouse. <laughs> In New York, Vinyl Steakhouse, a music-themed steakhouse, delicious, and the music was great. How dare you? All right. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about what's popping this week. Yep. There's a lot happening in the world in pop culture right now. And um, first of all, let's talk about, Chris, you mentioned this to me, and I didn't realize this was happening. The Super Mario Brothers movie is being review bombed? Well, I think it is. You, Why do you think that? Well, we've talked about it, and what we've seen of the Super Mario Brothers movie, Chris Pratt is in it as Mario, of course, um, and a host of other uh, voice actors, but um, we saw some initial marketing when it was first announced, and since then it's been radio silence from the marketing department. We haven't yeah. seen any commercials. We haven't seen any press. Uh, there's been no events. And it that, opens in like a week. It opens very soon, and my thought is... There was some initial backlash against the casting of the movie against Chris Pratt. And Chris Pratt arguably is a little overexposed right now in Hollywood. So people are kind of anti him right mm-hmm. now. And I think it's kind of getting early review bombed. People well, are it's got not... a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. And right. if you're a Rotten Tomatoes fanatic, which I am not, yeah. I don't live and die by whatever random bloggers and critics. But a lot saying. of people do. A lot of people What's do. What's Rotten Tomatoes? So Rotten Tomatoes is like a website that allows critics and bloggers and, you know, random uh, people, random people sometimes yep. to <clears> review <throat> and leave comments on movies. And they start doing that in the weeks leading up to a movie's release, if they've seen early screeners or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, that is sometimes used as sort of like a gauge or a meter for people to decide whether or not the movie's going to be good and whether or not they want to go see it. So, Rotten Tomatoes are good? Yes. You want the tomatoes, yeah. Yeah. Do you want the popcorns, too? It's not a popcorn. There's like a splat kind yeah. of emoji and then there's a, a tomato i think if it, if it, you don't want the spot if right. it's like below 30 percent, it becomes a splat if it's above 30 percent, it becomes a tomato so if you have a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes that movie is supposed to be really good that means to all the critics and all the reviews okay. well what mom just said is that the mario brothers movie is getting what 25 percent on 29 29 percent on rotten tomatoes which is bad oh wait hold on that's the Super Mario Bros. movie from 1993. Ah, <laughs> ah with Bob Hoskins. Hold on, that's a different movie. Well, I don't that wanna... deservedly so gets a 29%. But they're named almost the same. There's the Super Mario 
Brother Bros movie, and then there's Super Mario Bros movie. They literally name them almost well, exactly anyway, the same. Well, what people do on Rotten Tomatoes, if they don't like a movie or they don't think the movie is going to be good or they don't like the casting of they the movie. They leave a splat? They'll leave a splat. So you have all these people going into this website leaving bad reviews, whether it's warranted or not, whether it's deserved or not. People will leave bad reviews, and so Rotten Tomatoes will show that this movie is terrible. This movie stinks. And people won't go see that movie. It happened with Captain Marvel, for example. Uh, when Captain Marvel came out, a lot of people didn't like the fact that there was a, a female superhero, or they didn't oh. like the casting of Captain Marvel, so they left bad reviews, even though that movie didn't deserve such bad reviews. So it got some bad reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, and people didn't go see it as much as they probably would have if it got good reviews. So what, are, are you on the site right now? Well, I don't see the um, current movie on here. What's oh, okay. coming up is just the one from 1993. So it's well, a little my, weird. My suspicion is because of p people being against the casting. Maybe they stopped it. And things like that. They, they might have. But I think it's getting some early negative press. And that's why we haven't seen any of the marketing for it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen anybody. <clears throat> Usually the people who are, you know, the, the fellow, like, entertainment reporters and junketers are blasting interviews weeks in advance, yeah. especially if they have a sit down with Chris Pratt or, mm -hmm. you know, um, and mm -hmm. I have not seen anybody doing that. So I don't know if there's a hold on the junket for now on the junket interviews for now. I mean, I just saw one on a random YouTubers page, but um, it's a little weird that universal isn't doing more marketing for that. Yeah. Like, I actually, I've reached out to them for weeks asking if, you know, I could get an interview for them for my outlets. And um, I, you know, it was radio silence or I was completely like just told no. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It's weird. It opens in like a week and there it's not, we're not seeing any press about it or any buzz about it whatsoever. And a lot of times that is an indicator that a movie is not very good when the studio doesn't market it. Doesn't promote it or, or promote or it or anything else like that. I... We'll go see it regardless. I don't care if it is a turd. I am gonna watch it. <laughs> I love I love Nintendo. I love Super Mario Brothers, and um, I really like Chris Pratt too, which I've talked about before. Yep. And um, I think the cast looks amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go see it. I'm excited. From what I've seen, it looks fun. Yeah, it'll be worth seeing. So. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about uh, the Taylor Swift eras tour. Yes, this is all over my TikTok feed. So it just uh, recently kicked off, and the fan, the Taylor Swift fandom, is so fascinating to me it's because crazy. I can't relate to that. There's no one that I've ever been such an intense fan of that I will pay thousands of dollars. Wait. Let me back that up. I realized I was about to lie on myself. <laughs> I just paid thousands of dollars to go see Janet Jackson. You did. You did. Yep. That's coming up. I put it on a credit card because we are <laughs> hashtag poor. But I'm so excited to go see Janet Jackson, you guys. Like, I know everyone's excited for Taylor Swift, but can we talk about... Janet Jackson is on tour. She's amazing. Like, well, she's been around forever. No, it'll be a good show. Oh my gosh. For sure. Yes. For sure. But the reason they're so expensive is because I paid to buy really good seats. We like got we're good like seats. right front. I've never done that. In a box. Yeah, yeah. Never done that at the Hollywood Bowl for anyone else, but I'm going to do it for Janet Jackson because it's Janet Jackson. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's amazing. All right. So anyway, so there's this, there's a lot happening with the Taylor Swift fandom. Like mm -hmm. they're showing like all of the, all of her, show basically on TikTok, all the highlights, all the reveals, all this stuff. 
And um, there's a, apparently uh, a lot of Easter eggs in it. I saw an article. Where did I where did I lose that article? Oh, there was an article in Teen Vogue, which I'm reading now because I have almost a teen. Almost a teen. About the Easter eggs um, in her show. Because what, what Taylor, I think, likes to do is surprise her fans with little hidden messages, like Easter egg type stuff. Yeah. And the, her fans love to decode it. And they love to figure out, like, what does it mean when she puts her hand on this glass box? Is it a reference to her video from five years ago or whatever? Oh, yeah. A lot they of people love, read too much into things sometimes. They do, but, but yeah. also I think that she knows that. If she leans into it, and it's she fun. she leans into it. I think yeah. she's very smart woman yeah and she is aware that her fans really enjoy that it's like a game it's part of the game for them now do you what do you think about taylor swift are you big you're not a taylor swift fan no i'm not a fan but i think she's a really good singer yeah yeah um i do too i think she's got a phenomenal voice and she's an incredible songwriter but it's really interesting to me to see all of the fans and their conspiracy theories about we're not conspiracy theories they're ideas about what they think she's doing in their right. tour, the secret messages in her tour Did, does the taylor swift fandom have a name swifties swifties okay yeah. okay because yeah. you know like beyonce has the the, the bee the, the beehive the beehive yeah uh that's the only one i can think of right now but there are but, but well um uh styles harry styles yeah has uh he, his people are called something Stylers. Stylies. Wait, what, what is Taylor or, Swift? Uh, I, I don't, Swifties. 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 Taylor Swift are called Swifties. I don't okay. know what Harry Styles fan club is called. Is that bad? Harry Styles No, it just fans. means you're, I, you're over the age of 20. That's what no, that means. I, <laughs> how dare you? I'm not, a, I'm not a day past 19. Okay, I know a friend of mine that goes to school. Stylers. Oh, it is Stylers. It is Stylers. Oh. Okay. Oh, did I just make that up? I thought I did. Well, my friend, my friend at school, she's a Styler. Oh, oh really? Like she, all her on her on her water bottle, uh, all on her water bottle is just Harry Styles stickers. Oh, so she's like hardcore. Yeah, and she, sometimes she even wears a Harry Styles shirt to school. Y you see, and that's another part of that's another piece of fandom that I can't relate to either. I've never went and bought the posters. I've never went and bought you know the stickers. Mm -hmm. I've never. I mean, I've bought concert shirts before and stuff like that, yeah. but it's not like I don't wear it every day and I don't. Yeah, live like and BTS breathe. is called the BTS Army. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, fans um, and Lady Gaga's fans, I think, are called monsters. Little monsters. Little monsters. Little monsters. Yeah, so. How do I know that? I don't know. I, well, because it's in the lexicon, the public lexicon. Yeah. It's, um, I, I'm always curious to see if, like, it is the artists themselves that come up with these names or if it's, like, who decides what they're what they're going to be called. Someone on Twitter says it and then it yeah. just takes off. Or the main fan club, like, yeah. decrees that this is their this name is and then the are. artist will lean into it or whatever the swifties well um kudos to taylor swift because she has really created and cultivated an incredible fan base of people who are deeply loyal to her in a almost unhealthy way but <laughs> fanatics fanatic way it's kind of what we talked about before with the parasocial relationship what are you saying to me what are you whispering Nothing. okay that was weird um in like a uh, an almost unhealthy way, but I mean, yeah. people like who they like and they're into what they're into and you know, and is, she's talented. Is she though, is she bucking against Ticketmaster or is she like teaming up with Ticketmaster a lot more? Cause, cause Ticketmaster charged I'm not sure. exorbitant prices for, for, for her, her tickets. I'm not sure what happened with that actually. Okay. I don't, I just, it just sort of went away. I know Ticketmaster is getting a lot of flack it. these days as being this big evil entity that overcharges. They're, they've recently announced that they're actually going to refund some money for the Cure 
tickets because oh. people were buying tickets to go see The Cure. The Cure is an old band from the 80s oh. and 90s. Um, they, well, anyway, they're, they're touring right now, and they were selling their tickets through Ticketmaster. And the fees and taxes through Ticketmaster were more expensive than the actual tickets were. So people were, like, suing Ticketmaster, oh, wow. basically. And so they announced they would get refunds. So I'm just wondering if the, uh, there was any fallback on Taylor Swift. Because well, I know initially when Taylor Swift announced her tour like the site crashed yes. and ticket prices were just prohibitively expensive, like thousands of dollars for not very good tickets. Um, so apparently after the, <clears throat> the tickets went on sale, there was a justice department investigation and a congressional hearing. Um, a lot of the Swifties are pushing for that. More than 340 p- fans are bringing a lawsuit against Ticketmaster. Okay, so there was some flack. And Live Na- uh, it's parent company, Live Nation. Um, and so I don't know where it's at right now without sitting here and like reading through this whole article, but it looks like there, there is some action and it's coming from the fans. I don't think it's coming from Taylor Swift. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, which is kind of a bummer. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that, I feel like, you know, she's the one that has all the power, but I don't want to speak out of turn because I don't know exactly what she's doing or what she's been pushing for. Well, I know Robert Smith of the cure spoke out <clears throat> vocally against Ticketmaster yeah. and, and prompted that. Uh, action from them. Um, All right, let's talk about uh, somebody else that's on the news, Gwyneth Paltrow. So you may not know, Gwyneth Paltrow is an actress. She's Pepper Potts. She's Pepper Potts in um, Iron Man and all the Avengers movies and stuff. And um, in Endgame, she's the one that goes up to Iron Man as he's dying. It's his wife. Oh. You know, that's played by an actress named Gwyneth Paltrow. And she's been an actress for a very long time. I remember the first Academy Awards Daddy and I watched together when we were dating is when Gwyneth Paltrow won for Shakespeare in Love. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we made out after. We were like, oh, smoochie, smoochie. smoochie." Yeah. (laughs) I kind of liked how I understood what you were saying about the actor when you say that she was in Endgame. Endgame, yeah, I know. That's your favorite movie. Channing only does this podcast just waiting for the opportunity to talk about Endgame. She just wants to say Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just just to talk about Endgame. Um, So, yeah. So, she is on trial for allegedly years ago, like 2016, skiing down a mountain, slamming into somebody, and then skiing away without exchanging information or making sure he was okay. And he's claiming that he was hurt, and they're calling it a hit and run, like a hit and run ski accident. So she's saying that it wasn't that serious and that she was with her ski instructor and her family and that the ski instructor exchanged the information with the guy and made sure that he was okay. And then she continued to ski on, ski on with her family. So she is in trial right now. As of this recording, um, she had just testified and she basically is saying like, I get. I gave him my information. I didn't give it to him personally, but the ski instructor did. Yeah. And I continued on, you know, down the mountain with my because I was with my kids, and um, the person who was injured was saying she was being reckless and irresponsible and slammed into him, hurt him, and then just was like, "Haha, I guess," and skied away. So some people are saying it's kind of a money grab a trial grab. Yeah. Um, for this person. <clears throat> it happened seven years ago. It happened seven years ago, but you have to remember he did file the lawsuit, but initially, but it was dismissed um, for the amount he was asking for. He was initially asking for three million dollars or something in damages. Okay. That was dismissed, and then he refiled with a, lo- a different 
um, amount that he's requesting for for damages and stuff. So he like? didn't wait seven years. Yeah. It's been in the legal system for a few years. It was okay. delayed because of COVID. It's been in process. It's been in process for some time. What's your question? Just saying Suffolk. So it was, it was like 25000 you said? I don't know. <laughs> Why do you want to know the <laughs> I money? I was just staying so focused. Like, uh-huh. Channing's like, I'm learning about our Court legal well, the thing system. Is, is, yeah. <laughs> it was a skiing accident, and it happens yeah. with normal people all the time. I think, I don't know. I it, it, it smells like a cash grab. You think? I think so. So apparently the, the person she hit was a 76-year-old man. Okay. Oh. He's yeah. had a good life. Um, he needs oh, to move Chris. on. <laughs> no. So um, he, uh, let's see, she filed a countersuit against him in 2019. For defamation, Which I'm is assuming? why um, this is, it's been in courts. I don't know what it was for. But like, this is why it's been in uh, legal battle for seven years. Wow. Because he sued her. The judge said, you can't ask for this much in damages so he resued now she's countersued so it's been going on for some time it, it's not just now happening it's just now made it to court and she's having to um show up in testify. court and testify okay. yeah and some people are having issue because she's kind of coming across as like a little smug i guess yeah um, she's she's starting to develop that reputation a little bit yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so we'll see we'll kind of watch and see how that plays out um Let's talk about, I'm going to move on quickly because I want to talk about Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Um, Ted Lasso season three just dropped. Yes. And they did something really cool this week, too. They were uh, at the White House. Yes. They met with the president and his and his advisors mm -hmm. uh, to talk about uh, a very important topic in the country right now, in the world right now, is mental health. And Ted Lasso, since it's come out, has been heralded as this beacon of positivity. His character... Um, very positive character, very uplifting character. But as the show has his show has progressed, he has some mental health issues. He's he's got anxiety, he's got uh, depression, and things like that. And the show covers a little bit on how he deals with that. But it's been such a positive thing. Uh, yeah, he met with the president and his advisors to cover mental health issues in the country. And I think it's it's a really good uh, message. That's I think it's cool. a very it's a very good message. It really is, and I love to see when actors are. Um, they can, it's sort of like when art imitates life, life imitates art. Like mm -hmm. there's a nice crossover there when they're using their platform to raise awareness on something. Yeah. Mental health is such an important topic and a lot of people don't talk about it. There's still to this day such a stigma about it. And when you have the number one show on streaming platforms, you know, telling people, hey, it's okay to ask for help or to try to get help and we need to give people more resources yeah. to get help for mental health. That's such an important, um, that's such a great thing that they're doing. So I love that. And that's also your what to watch this it's week. It's my what to watch this week. I'm, you know, I'm really glad uh, season three. I'm, I'm a, it's bittersweet. I'm sad season three is supposedly the last season. Yeah. I've heard Inglings rumors there might be more, but I don't know. I'm assuming it's going to be the last season. Uh, but it's just good to see these characters back again. It's a good ensemble cast. It makes me laugh. It's positive. It's mm -hmm. fun. I feel good at the end of every episode. Um, I agree. I love Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. I also want to talk about what I'm watching, and I 
tried to watch Shrinking, and I couldn't really. Harold Harrison it. Ford and. Uh, yeah, Jason Segel. Yes. I couldn't really get into it. I know people are raving about it, but I was like, oh, this this isn't really my jam. Is it one of those shows Speaking that has of to grow? Health, it's he's a, plays a psychiatrist. Um, <laughs> Does it have to grow? Like, do you have to get a few episodes? I mean, maybe in? I'll give it another shot, but it okay. just wasn't wasn't for me. Um, and then also, I want to shout out. Um, oh wait, let's go into Channing. Channing, what is your um, thing that you're watching this week? I am watching A Hundred Things to Do Before High School. And what is that about? So it's basically this kind of short-ish movie. It's like 55 minutes. Not okay. that long of a movie. Really, like, you can watch it with your kids or something. It's about this girl, and she was she was watching TV last night, with, and then she fell asleep, but she, thought, but she thought she was still, like, in the world, but she was still dreaming. Okay. And... Her brother was explaining her about high school, but she's two more years until high school. Then she woke up, and she told on her brother with her parents, with her parents. And then she went to middle school because she's in middle school. She's in seventh grade, I think. And then she's like trying to get her friends to not leave her because if you have no friends in high school, you're like a goner. And <laughs> oh my uh, gosh, a goner. Ooh. And um. She basically is losing her friends, uh-huh. her one friend to uh, science, to, uh, how do I say this, but like university world, like um, he's kind of nerd. Oh okay. oh, okay. And the other guy to popularity world. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. She's like trying, she's trying to get them all back. So it's a good, it's a good little movie. Yeah, it's a good little it. movie. What are you watching on? Uh, you watch, you can, I watch it on Netflix, but okay. I think it's on like. Some other platforms, but okay. I don't know. But it's on Netflix, too. Cool. 100 yeah. Things to Do Before High School. I love it. Good choice. All right, that sounds like a good idea. All right, so let's move on to Brooker Beats. Ah, Brooker Beats this week. Music. Um, I want to talk about Florence and the Machine. Now, Florence and the Machine, uh, great band. They came out several years ago uh, with a big album called Lungs, which was a great album. Now they have a single, not a full album, but a single, and it's a cover of the 90s classic Just a Girl, originally done by No Doubt. Now, if you know the song Just a Girl, and I'm aware, Channing, you don't, but I know Heather does. Yeah. Um, probably one of the classic 90s songs. One of the top five songs that define the 90s is the song Just a Girl, an old ska song. Well, Florence the Machine did a cover of it, and I love it when bands take a song, cover a song, and make it their own. Because when you listen to the song, it doesn't sound at all like the original song. It sounds very Florence and the Machine-y, for lack of a better word. You listen to it and you're like, yep, that's Florence and the Machine, but you have that familiarity of the original song. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great version of the song. They really made it theirs. So this week, Brooker Beats, Florence and the Machines cover of Just a Girl from the Yellow Jackets soundtrack. Awesome. Sounds really cool. It's it does. very it's a cool. Really it's a really good beautiful cover. beautiful version of the song. I need Daddy to at one point do like an, um, his favorite, like top 10 favorite covers for a Brooker Beats. That's, for the a, next whole, one. that's a whole podcast in yes. and of itself. <laughs> I, could, I could cover that for hours. All right, really quickly, Chance Plain. Superman. Superman, I learned that's cool. So um, basically, it's a super bright moon that comes up. It's full moon. Full, full moon. <laughs> and it's really, really bright. And it's really, really bright. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we have a bright moon. Okay, good. Okay. And it's really, really bright. <laughs> okay, good. No, and, and it comes like every, I would say 21 years, but no, it's way more than that. Okay. Sounds like you're learning a lot about the supermoon. Or 
a couple yeah. things. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know how to pronounce scientific the scientific That's rule, okay. Wor- words for them. All right, but scientific you know, stuff is hard. Do you know what I yeah. know how to pronounce? What? Subscribe. Yes. And that yeah. is exactly oh. what we would like everyone to do. Please take a minute and subscribe to our show. Share it with your friends. This is such a joy for us to do every week, and we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye.